Welcome to the Truth Wins Podcast, where the truth hurts sometimes, but it can save your life. Our heart on this podcast is for you to know why you believe what you believe and to be able to give a defense for it. This is episode 101 called Pizzagate, Epstein, and Adrenochrome Blood. Yes, it is called that. There's quite a bit to it. If you know what some of those are, you know where we're going. If not, um, we're going we're gonna to just have you hold off a little bit because before we do that, uh, I want to welcome Stu. Say hey, Stu. I've never heard of adrenochrome blood or Pizzagate, I don't think. Well, there you go. That's why we have a special guest, a very oh, special one, okay. if you ask me. But you do know about uh, some of those other things early on. But say hey, Stu. Hey, Stu. We can't, we can't have an episode without you saying, saying that. Say hey, Stu. So glad you're here. Uh, 101. Boy, we made it all the way into the hundreds now. So we've been canceled a few times on <laughs> several social media. Mostly your fault, somewhat mine. <laughs> oh. Actually, the reverse of that. But... Uh, we're still here. We're still going because we want people to hear the truth of God's word. Now, we can get in the way sometimes. I know I do by things I say and do. But our heart, again, on this is just to try to share truth. So it's a very heavy topic today um, because it is what's really going on out there. Um, but before we get to that, uh, I would maybe just take a break from the heaviness of that and have some time to stump stew. <music> All right, Stu, so I figured we got a heavy topic. May as well get it all out of the way at once because I know this time to stump Stu is going to trigger you. Uh, you're going to be a little upset here, but um, I think it will also give, give you focus today. Mm, okay. All right, so these are both uh, from episode 93, Why So Much Hatred Between Muslims and Jews. Uh, Gail said Palestine was illegally divided. The people who lived there were driven off their land and the occupiers moved in. No Palestinian was ever paid for what was taken. Israel incited the seven-day war, reference the U.S. liberty, occupied the rest of Palestine and has been colonizing ever since, killing thousands of Palestinians in the process. Where do you start and where do you begin? Go you. So, Gail, I didn't realize you, the president of the DNC, was going to be on our show. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, Gail, you have so many historical fallacies in what you say. Um, Palestine, in fact, the name of it. Gail, do you know where it came from? It was actually a creation of the Roman Emperor Hadrian, who decided he didn't want the crazy rebels of the people of Israel to stay in the land. So he changed the name to Syria, Palestina, named after the Philistines. Uh, there is no P in Arabic, Gail, uh, unlike my pants. Uh, but here's oh, the... You did a P in the I pants did, joke. I did a joke from It's good. When, it's, when it's a tense topic, it's nice oh, to go to bathroom humor. But I, Gail is so making things up. So let me read you what the Bible says, Gail, as opposed to your you know, views on this. The Bible says in Genesis 17 that God says, I will make you exceedingly fruitful to Abraham, and I will make nations of you, and kings will come forth from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your descendants after you. I will give to you and to your descendants after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession. Gail, what part of everlasting possession do you not understand? So 
the Israelites were given this land by God. Sorry, Gail. Boom. <laughs> Did you already drop the mic, or you want to talk, unpack? What about Israel inciting the Seven oh, Day War? I'm don't not get where me she started got that. on the next one either. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I want to save that next one for the next episode because there's oh, some good okay. stuff in there. Okay. But what about this? Why would she think that Israel incited? Yeah, that was what we talked about yeah, in the those, last episode. That's the Yom Kippur War. Right? Yeah, the crazy Israelites. It's every time uh, before they were even created as a nation, they were attacked by their five Arab neighbors. Gail, what history books are you reading, bro? Or sister, <laughs> bro, whichever you choose, bro. Okay. She could identify. What about reference the U.S. Liberty? What's reference the U.S. Liberty? I have no Which, idea what she's. Okay. Yeah, she's trying to make. Uh, there's that this this the ship, uh, the USS Liberty. I think is what she's. What was that a part of the? I don't know what is she's there a saying. seven day war? I mean, with the Yom Kippur was sixty seven was the seven day war. And Yom Kippur was 73. It's the six-day war, war, yeah. But it's still... Where did they get an extra day? I don't know. That's what I mean. She's on another plane. All right. Mm -hmm. But if you say something passionately enough and believe it's truth, therefore it could... Why haven't the surrounding Arab nations welcomed their Palestinian brothers in with open arms, Gail? Well, they use them as a political pawns, basically, to try and keep some antagonism to Israel. They just don't want Israel to have the land. So that's the whole problem, Gail. All right. Well, I have succeeded in triggering Stu, and so have you, Gail. So thank you. For <laughs> yeah, don't your mess comment. with Israel. That's, and, uh, yeah, good that's idea. a button for him. But that is today's time to stump Stu. <laughs> All right. Well... We have a special guest. I'm fond of this young woman. Um, Her name is Morgan Sherman. She is my firstborn. Say hey, Morgan. Hi. Hi. Good to have (laughs) you back. She's been on a couple other episodes because, again, not just, oh, hey, I want my daughter on the program. Um, She does the work. She studies. She learns. And on a heavy topic like this, most Mm -hmm. uh, 20-somethings are not digging into uh, what's going on with uh, child abuse, sexual exploitation, those kind of things. But mm-hmm. because you're passionate about truth and wanting to find out what's really going on, you know a lot of the stuff that's been going on in recent uh, years that Stu and I aren't as aware of. So I wanted mm-hmm. to have you on for that. Uh, but obviously you can go back as far too. But hey, uh, since you're here and since you're not only eye candy but voice candy, would oh, you mind reading you. the Constructify ad before we jump into today's episode? Sure. Okay. Okay. This Truth Wins episode is brought to you by Constructify, your go-to solution for home improvement and energy-efficient projects where they construct it for you. They'll tackle or tackle your window, siding, roofing, decks, painting project along the front range of Colorado. Call or text Joe and his team at Constructify at 303-502-1096. Check out www.constructify.com or email at info at constructify.com or go to our Facebook page. Mention Truth Wins Podcast to receive a 15% discount on your next order. Perfect. You do a good job with that. Thank you. All right. So we want to talk, uh, if you're not familiar with Pizzagate, we'll talk about that. Epstein, most people have heard of... uh, drawing a blank on his first name jeffrey 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 epstein um and all that went on in the perverted island um adrenochrome we'll talk more about that Mm -hmm. um but basically we're talking about throughout human history 
exploitation of children, ch child abuse, specifically sexually, but but then even more um, scary to think about is child sacrifice. Um, it's been going on from day one. So uh, that's why we have Stu here, because he was around not, he was like day two or three, <laughs> so he can, as an eyewitness, no, I'm sorry, brother. Because right. you're still a little upset from time to time. Yeah, so let me throw this back at Gail. Uh, the USS Liberty <laughs> was, let me get a, was a ship that was sunk accidentally during the Six-Day War. Uh, so, yeah. So she's actually going to the Six-Day War, but called it Seven-Day yeah, War. Yeah, right. So that's what happens when you give them technology. <laughs> yeah, I can look yeah, stuff up. That's now what? That's what I did during the last podcast, too. Uh, right. <laughs> just scrolling. Yeah, because Todd doesn't give me any advance warning on these questions that I'm going to get. Well, so. it wouldn't be time to stump Stu. It'd yeah. be yeah. time to prep Stu to give a Yeah, you get to prove answer. how intelligent you are. Yes. I get no Most of it's yeah. in your hard drive and your head bone, but some of it you, you yeah. looked up. So good job. Huh. So you kind of did stump him. So I like yeah. it. Good job, Gil. All right, so um, <laughs> let's go back. I mean... How far can we go back to realize that this has been a problem in human history, Stu? Do you, were you able to find like some of the first uh, things in ancient literature or the Bible where where the horrible practices of child sacrifice and, and sexual exploitation were going on? Yeah, there were some really bad things happening in the ancient world. I mean, we know, you know, like when Cortez comes to the New World that the Aztecs were hated by their neighbors because they were ripping the hearts out of living victims and, you know, offering them. But uh, the Aztec, I mean, there's no, like, one place has the market on child sacrifice. It was going on in, you know, ancient, the Norse did this. The, I mean, you had um, the Carthaginians did this, even though there was a modern-day Tunisian, uh, who's an Arab, really, uh, uh, archaeologist who was saying, no, it was just a place where they buried kids. Yeah, kids that they had just killed. All right, mm -hmm. so it, yeah, it turns out that there was this stuff was going on a lot of places. Mm. So pretty much every continent, you can look to ancient uh, indications that child sacrifice, that evil things were going on, um, and and so we we have to look at ourselves, but also we can't just narrow in on this people group or this time in history because unfortunately it's been happening. Uh, for for centuries, um, and I think this it's such a tough topic because there's that cognitive dissonance where it's like you can't it doesn't fit within most people's worldview because most people are wired up to protect children. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like I'll run in front of a bus to save a four year. That kind of mentality is most people is most people's mentality. So when you think about somebody intentionally not only harming but sacrifice, sexual abuse, those kind of things. They just don't want to go there because it's too mm -hmm. hard of a topic. And it is a very hard topic, but it's still going on, so we've got to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Any, um, like biblically, there's unfortunately, and that's, you've brought it up several times, so have I. The Bible is the most amazing uh, book for a faith out there because, or a religion, because it talks about the good, the bad, and the very ugly of its history as well as human history in general. Yeah, it, it says in Deuteronomy twelve thirty one, you shall not be behave thus toward the Lord your God for every abominable act which the Lord hates, they have done, referring to the Canaanites and their gods, for they even burn their sons and daughters in the fire to their gods. 
So there were gods like Molech and Chemosh, and they just, you know, basically would put babies on these superheated uh, fires inside them, and they would just, you know, hear their screams. I mean, it was just sick stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of what I was looking into because I know the more recent um, Hillary email leaks with Podesta, she mentioned sacrificing chickens to Molech. So if you look in the Bible, too, throughout, in Jeremiah 32, uh, verse 35, it says, They built the high places of Baal in the valley of the son of Hinnon to Molech, though I did not command them, nor did it enter into my mind that they should do this abomination to cause Judah to sin. And that God specifically is mentioned several times throughout different books of the Bible in the Old Testament. So then in Leviticus 18, verse 21, it says, You shall not give any of your children to offer them to Molech, and so profane the name of your God, I am the Lord. Mm. Now, the the sad thing is, is that maybe just naive people, some intentionally, they would rather narrow in to passages where God is saying, when you go into this promised land, the land of all the Canaanites, you need to destroy them completely. Mm-hmm. They would rather say, well, I don't want to follow a God like that rather than dig into the reason why. And this is one yeah, of the key reasons exactly. why. Because you don't go into these nations that burn their kids on altars, that, that do these child sacrifices. And you don't sit them down and say, hey, we're here. We're the new guys in town. Our God says don't do that anymore. Can we talk about this? That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So if you don't eliminate them at that in that generation, those mm-hmm. kind of practices are going to continue to happen. Mm-hmm. But people would rather look at saying, well, I can't believe God told the Israelites to destroy all those nations than, than to be heartbroken over the sacrifices that were going on for centuries in that land by these godless nations who would just kill kids pull their hearts out any everything that was going on that was evil Mm -hmm. and that's what we see here today again this isn't just thousands of years ago that's our culture today where they're they 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 say it's a woman's choice it's not you know they get all upset about us saying no we want to protect innocent babies yeah and yet they they do get upset if we say no this illegal alien like we talked in last episode came in and killed all these people or whatever it's Mm -hmm. like why? Why don't you? Why don't you want to protect the innocent and instead of just those who have already done evil things? That's kind of what these verses prove too. Is that it's still relevant today? They're doing the exact same thing, and it's not just some modern form of evil. It's always been around, and they're using the same rituals to try and gain more power or whatever they're trying to do with it and it might be a god of a different name you know instead of calling it molech which it's not though they don't even they don't even change it it's like we're sacrificing children to our convenience or our uh feelings or i don't think i have enough money you know so Uh i'm gonna kill my kid because i don't have enough money to raise him even though i had sex and caused this Mm. i'm not going to take responsibility for it yeah Mm. Um, so God told them to destroy these nations, and this was a big piece of it, along with the other evil things that these countries are doing. And did Israel obey that? No. I mean, there were very few battles where they actually did what they were told to. 
most of them are like, oh, well, we keep, but they have a lot of good stuff and their women are pretty and we don't have a lot of women, you know, those kind of yeah. things. So they compromise and they didn't follow mm-hmm. God completely. And exactly what God knew would happen, happened because then you look at Israel's history and after a generation or two that's following the Lord, they start getting into these kind of things. Yeah. And so you find the destruction of Israel. So God's not, he's not a respecter of any people group. Right. And so he he punishes Israel for these same kind of things. It's child sacrifice. It's follow, following idols, those kind of things. Mm. Any, any narrow in on that? Yeah, one of the things, uh, like Jezebel, uh, she's the daughter of Ethbaal, who's the king of the Sidonians, Sidon, one of those you know Canaanite cities on the coast. They were the ones who sent out the people who became Carthage, that was where it came from, all this child sacrifice Mm -hmm. that was going on in Carthage and all the Canaanite religions. So it's spreading, you know, and it's almost like God is trying to say, we need to stop this before it spreads, even though we keep letting it spread, uh, you know, in our country, we, Mm -hmm. we still practice sacrifice of children in different ways. Why, again, if let's say 99% of people just instinctively or because of their faith realize that this is wrong to hurt a child, especially something as gruesome as things that go on there, um, what's behind it? Why is this a common thread that we see throughout history? Why why go after the most innocent uh, of everybody and, and hurt them um, sexually and physically? Oh, that's on Morgan. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, obviously today, Satanism is, that's just one of their basic practices. Um, I know I watched a documentary two years ago. It was called Out of Shadows, directed by Mike Smith. And they kind of opened my eyes to the world of Satanism, especially in Hollywood, because if you want to reach a a certain amount of status or um, fame, it does, yeah, it's like a theme where you you sacrifice somebody, especially if you're just in the Church of Satan. That's one of the first things that you do. And I can read, there's also a book, I think I mentioned it in the last episode that I did with you, but it's called Uncovering the Mystery of Multiple Personality Disorder, which now it's Dissociative Identity Disorder, but it's by a psychologist who works with a lot of people who are um, victims of Satanism. So Yeah, go ahead and read that. Okay. So... So it talks about a journalist's account. Um, And then this little girl, she had grown up in a cult family. When it was time for her initiation into the cult at about age 12, she was required to participate in the kidnapping and ritualistic murder of a child. It was either her life or the child's. Wow. So what's that that cognitive dissonance we talked about? Didn't you say oh, yeah. that this guy who's a therapist mm-hmm. had to had to wrestle with that himself? Yeah. Yeah. So he said, when I first learned about satanic ritual abuse, SRA, from a tape, so this was written in the 90s, 
from a tape on adult SRA survivors, it went against my training about what to expect from people. I was in a state of disbelief for weeks. It was difficult for me to believe there are people who really do perform the terrible acts of SRA perpetrators. I still do not want to believe human beings are capable of slaughtering other human beings or of subjecting precious children to heinous crimes. Despite my wish that it were not so, I must document SRA in this chapter. Somebody has to reveal how horrid life has been for SRA survivors. Wow. And I think that's the thing. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about this. You guys don't want to talk about this. Yeah. But if we just sit quietly, then we do nothing about it. Mm -hmm. And we have to step up and say, this is one of the worst evils, if not the, going on in our culture. Yeah. And we have to stand up to it. And so my earlier question is like, why Why is this a common thread throughout human history? I think you touched on it in stuff you said. Stu, mm -hmm. what, what say you? And I would say it's similar to what, what Morgan was saying, that basically it's because of the, the human capacity for talking ourselves into anything. We can justify anything if we rationalize it. And basically saying that I'm free to have sex with as many women as I want as long as I eliminate the post-sex problem which is what they view children as instead of as human beings because you're not having the biblical worldview of people made in God's image. You're thinking, this baby is a problem. I just need to excoriate or get rid of this child. I don't, you yeah. know, it's sick. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's a solution. And I think of Nazi Germany, the final solution. Right. It was like, if you have a parasite, whether it's a baby or the Jews or whatever, you put them in a class where they're not even really human. Right. And it's it's not, it's that apathy. It's that, I, I don't, it's not like I hate them, but they don't even equal yeah. me or other people I love. And so once you once you do that in your mind, you're you're able to do anything. Yep. You're able to justify anything. But I think the, the bigger picture, and, and you touched on it, Morgan, too, is that uh, there's a spiritual battle that's gone on from day one mm -hmm. and you know like the church lady say could it be satan it's like yes it is satan and specifically in this area you know it says in john 10 that he came to steal kill and destroy mm -hmm. and so if you want to hurt god what do you do to hurt him the most go after his kids right mm -hmm. and so that's what satan does is he goes after his kids all the humankind and so whether in our minds as a kid as a as a two-year-old or a six-year-old mm -hmm. or an adult they're still god's kids but if you can hurt the innocent those who a two-year-old or a five-year-old who who really you know is innocent to good and evil to some extent yeah then you hurt god the most and i think satan has has gone has led with that attack mm -hmm. from day one and he's been successful unfortunately well if you catch a child too between the ages of uh, infancy to six you can split their personality and you can create you can it's just a form of mind control too mm -hmm. so we see that with all the techniques they're using now and depopulation that's just satan doesn't want people to live and thrive and mm -hmm. and if they do then he wants them messed up yeah then he wants to control them it's all a form of control so and there's you know as i'm looking at my computer there's uh, evidence of child sacrifice found in ancient Turkish cemetery. Uh, ancient Carthaginians really did sacrifice their children. Uh, human sacrifice in the in Egypt, mm -hmm. in the ancient world. It says hearts ripped from 140 children and 200 llamas in largest uh, record of child sacrifice that they found. I'm sorry, hold on. 
children and llamas? Yeah, 200 llamas, and one of them wasn't the Dolly. So this <laughs> is in Peru, in 1450 in Peru. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But the, the thing is, the sad part is, in our culture, we have this view, like a lot of my students would probably listen to this and go, oh, those poor llamas. You know, mm. we forget all about the kids, you know, who, well, they, they had it coming, mm. you know, and it's the way we look at dogs and cats and we feel sorry for these animals and rightly so because, you know, humans are cruel to each other and to animals. Mm. But the fact that we do these kind of things as humans suggests that we've got a serious problem. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it's going on today. Um, like we talked about abortion, Planned Parenthood, the whole beginning of Planned Parenthood. Um, I was looking on Twitter the other night and somebody was saying, oh, because uh, I, th- I think is it Kanye West said that Planned Parenthood was started to go after black babies. And yes, somebody was like, was. oh, that's crazy. Margaret Sanger was good. It's like, all you have to do is a tiny little bit yeah. of research. Go look on Margaret Sanger. To yeah. realize and get quotes from her that she was going after minorities, people that she thought was inferior to her. Mm-hmm. It's It's not even... You can't even refute it. It's mm-hmm. it's out there, but people just want to be blinded to it so they can continue with that narrative of, oh, it's a choice. Oh, it's, it's a problem. I'm going to get rid of it. We're going to have a solution to that. Mm-hmm. But beyond Planned Parenthood, beyond abortion, there's evil, evil, evil stuff that's going out there that people would just say, oh, that's in the conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those are the conspiracy theorists who say this is there. But you've done, Morgan, a lot of digging on this, which mm-hmm. I think you had to back away from it a year or so ago, too, because it's so heavy and it, it's yeah. oppressive, right? Yeah, it's hard to live in a normal, everyday life knowing about all this or keeping it at the forefront of your mind. You just kind of have to. Yeah. So let's talk about some of those, because Mm -hmm. I think if we just say, oh, that couldn't be true, Mm -hmm. then we're not really being, you know, investigative journalists, so to speak, to say could be true. Let's dig into it. But everybody most would agree that Epstein was a real guy who did some really bad stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of cover up, but they won't go much farther than that. What about Epstein's Island? What's what's the story behind that? I think it's just convenient how they talk about girls who are in the range of 16 to 18 but never mention anything about younger children or what he could have done with them or the Clintons they brush over that and what they had to do with Epstein Island and it's just and then trying to tie Trump into there even with all the documentaries they have now as clickbait it's I don't know it seems like a bait and switch like sure we'll feed their um, interest in this topic because it came to light, but we're just going to feed them what yeah. we want them to know. Just enough to keep them distracted. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll give you enough, and it's over here, mm-hmm. but don't look behind this curtain. Yeah, let's paint the white rich man as the only predator in this situation. Yeah. yeah. But, sorry, what was your original question? Well, just some of the modern days. So the first yeah. one is Epstein's Island, Gislaine, mm-hmm. um, however you pronounce yeah. her name, the French. So his girlfriend, who she was, was just she was, in court. Yeah. And they didn't even. And they found her guilty, but that, that didn't even make the, press. make the press. You didn't yeah. hear about it. That, I mean, that was probably the biggest story where the most people should be in jail, mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, being prosecuted now, and you're hearing nothing about that. Mm-hmm. She's going to jail, but all these names that we know about, these yeah. actors and politicians that mm-hmm. are in the books as far as going there, are there any prosecutions there yet? Doesn't seem no. like it. <laughs> did, yeah. did, and there's some history behind. Uh, the whole killing of and using of people. 
um, the eugenics movement in the United States where we decided eugenesis means good beginnings. So some people don't have as good of beginnings as others, so we're going to control that. So we'll eliminate the weak and the inferior. It basically is an offshoot of Darwinism. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so Margaret Sanger's first clinic was opened in Harlem, and she opened them in black neighborhoods all over. So basically she's, as Ben Carson pointed out, she was waging a war on black people because she believed in eugenics, and that was why she decided to do this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's very sick. That kind of reminds me of um, something one of my friends was telling me the other day. She's a nurse. And not to go on this little rabbit trail, but it has to do with vaccines. She kind of told me, I think people just react differently to them based on their genetic makeup. So she had a friend who died from one of the vaccines. I don't remember exactly what it was for, maybe maybe meningitis or something like that. But then she had another friend who had a seizure or two and then was fine. She said, well, vaccines are good and they work depending on your genetics, essentially. And that kind of reminded me of eugenics. It's almost like somebody planned that. So it's good to weed out the weak. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yeah, that's what it it sounded like. If you can't stand the heat, then okay. Mm -hmm. So what about Pizzagate? Mm -hmm. People, most people have heard of Epstein, but maybe a, a... a lot smaller number of people heard this term Pizzagate. What is Mm -hmm. that about? So in the documentary Out of Shadows, um, Liz Crokin is a journalist who was featured on that. And she talks about how Pizzagate, everyone says it was debunked. Even if you search it, which I did yesterday, it's what is all the fuss about? Or uh, conspiracy theorists touch on Pizzagate again. Snopes says it's all false. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not true. Obviously, they found out that they were running a sex trafficking ring and then um, there are pedophile code words that police are well aware of too. It's just not making the press and yeah, not common knowledge. So what are the code words then? So hot dog means boy, pizza means girl, cheese is little girl, and then pasta is little boy, according to what I found on it. So if they want to be with a child rather than say, hey, Mm -hmm. Sunday night, can you schedule this? They're they're using these code words. Is that that how that works? That was one of the emails that was leaked. And the emails from whom, may I ask? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Yes. Yeah. She looks so wholesome and wonderful. No one would ever guess. She's a sweet lady, but (laughs) got caught up in something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, it was probably a man. Speaking of Jezebel. There's okay. such a huge number of f- sites that want to say, oh, it's just a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. It's not real. Oh, yeah. So that kind of makes you they realize, oh, that there might be something to this. Yeah. What's the more this they agenda? try to deny it. Yeah. yeah if mainstream media and the, the bulk of those information out there are saying it's this, you want to look the other way. Yeah. And say, yeah. She it's protests don't look, don't too much. Yeah. Yeah. Doth. Yeah, I Don't know, but when I say that, no one understands what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I do. Um, I'm, okay. I'm a Shakespearean friend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, so pizza. So they use these code words to get children mm-hmm. in the sex trafficking ring. Mm-hmm. And it was someone asked for. They said they wanted an hour with a pizza. You don't eat pizza for an hour. That's such a weird way to phrase that as well. And then this documentary, of course, talks about that, but. Well, let's get some names out there because I, 
this is so infuriating. And mm-hmm. obviously we got to be careful because if somebody's innocent, but you've heard a lot of these names of celebrities and politicians mm-hmm. enough that there's something to it. I think it was Obama, but I don't remember specifically. Says Clinton's other Should prominent Democrats that. and their associates to a child mm-hmm. sex trafficking ring run out of Washington, D.C. So you had Obamas, you have uh, a lot of celebrities. Uh, Just Tom asking Hanks for those things. Named, Ellen well, he conveniently moved to Greece, I think back in 2020, where pedophilia is considered a mental disorder, and I don't think they punish it. Hmm. So. Okay. Now, God knows the truth, mm-hmm. and our job isn't to just keep throwing stuff at the wall to stick. But I think my point in bringing that is that people automatically respond and say, well, wait a second, Bosom Buddies, all those great movies of Tom Hanks, he could never do that. That's that cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. And and when I first heard you speaking this too, I was like, wait, no, Tom Hanks seems like the good guy. You know, he's not like mm-hmm. the pervert like Epstein, but you don't know until you, you know. know. Mm-hmm. And if if it smells like a duck and quacks like a duck and all this information is pointing to that, we, we could stick our head in the sand and say, well, no, that's just too crazy to be true or to say we need to dig into this and find out what's really going well, on. Well, think about the culture, too, in Hollywood. They don't live like normal people as much as they want you to believe they do. When magazines have the Kardashians on the cover and say they eat just like us, they exercise just like we do. No, they have a private chef. They have parties every night. They're... It's mm-hmm. the same across the board. Their religions are not the same as ours. Their practices are not. And we can't view them through the same lens we would a neighbor. It's not the same thing. So we have to come at this information with eyes that are different from what we would normally use. We're not looking at somebody who has been our best friend. We're looking at someone who they are using to influence us. That's exactly what movies do. Mm-hmm. So why are they influencing us? Why why is he the father of America? Bob Saget was the father of America. He made jokes about rape and incest constantly. Mm. No one called him out on it until after his death. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, Bill Cosby. You know, we talk about yeah. Cosby. I mean, that was devastating to realize the truth there. But the problem is if you put any one person on a pedestal besides mm-hmm. Jesus, it it could quickly crumble your worldview if you think that's okay, that's the model. That's the person I want to be like. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Uh, but also when evil is going on, we need to not worry about who the name is and say, this is yeah. evil and we need to come to the truth on this. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've got sexual perversion, exploitation with kids. Uh, we've talked about throughout history, child sacrifice. But there's also this, this phrase, adrenochrome blood. Mm. What's going on with that? If you've ever, maybe, maybe you've heard that term, maybe not, but w- what's going on there? That's a lot to unpack. I have no idea. Just the short version. Okay, I'm trying to brush up on that. So adrenochrome Uh, is a chemical compound produced by the oxidation of adrenaline. So when uh, someone is severely frightened or traumatized in the moment, their blood, it's different. It's like um, that's what's going to propel you to run away from a bear or Mm -hmm. how mothers or parents are able to pick up cars when it lands on Mm -hmm. their kid, things like that. So um, conspiracy theorists say that uh, the elite want to drink adrenochrome to keep them young because something about the oxidation process helps to reverse aging. And I mean, we're seeing it now too with blood infusions. There's a clip I saw about a doctor explaining that they uh, are giving those to people and it is reversing aging. So we know that the science exists. We know that this is true. So the drinking of a child's blood. Apparently. Is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that, Stu, in history, was that a part of those child sacrifice back in 
ancient civilizations did um, you come across that at all too i don't know i mean if they're I eating remember. organs i'm assuming drinking yeah, blood's I would a part imagine of it too like the aztecs and guys like that would do stuff and yeah. maybe that's why well part of why god says no you don't even eat meat that mm -hmm. still has lifeblood in it mm -hmm. because why would he say don't do it if people weren't already doing it well that's the thing too it's like satan is going to mock and uh take away everything that God puts in place. Yeah. So what's the most evil thing you can think of? Probably drinking a child's blood because mm -hmm. God says specifically you don't touch blood, you never drink blood, but children are the most innocent among us. Of course, Satan is going to push people to do the worst thing that they could do. And if it's all with the excuse of it's for the greater good too. And mm -hmm. Ian brought this up with Planned Parenthood. It's not just eugenics and trying to re remove a race. It's also, hey, we have embryonic stem cell research that we won't be able to do if we don't do this. Mm -hmm. And there's baby parts and organs that are being sold out on the black market right now too. So it's it's this idea that, you know, because stem cell research is so helpful for cancer and things and like that. And who's the biggest proponent of that? Actors. Remember the guy who played Super and that was back in what the seventies? Oh, who yeah. played Superman? Reeves? Yeah, wasn't that his whole yeah. yeah, we need to keep this going so that I can walk one day. Mm -hmm. One of the most selfish things you could do. But is it like was from aborted babies. babies, right? Exactly. Which that was what he was pushing. You don't even need you could just mm -hmm. need regular stem cell research does the same exact thing. You don't need yeah. embryonic stem yeah. cells to do that. But well you can even use as animal an excuse, stem cells. As a well, and, and again, we go back to the very beginning with Adam and Eve. It's not my fault. Mm -hmm. She did it. And it was the snake and it was her. It's not mine. And so people want to sin. And when they do it, they come up with excuses and justification to do it. Even something as horrible and heinous as this. Oh, well, I think people too don't realize how sacred our genetics are, like how beautifully humans were made, because that's exactly what they're trying to pollute now. Eugenics, the whole, um, what's the movement I'm thinking of? Reaching nirvana and well, they're Moving, also becoming gods. What's and the they're word? also trying to do things where they create, you know, new things that are better. You know, yeah, the whole AI. evolution idea that yeah. we can genetically manipulate our children so that they have blue eyes and, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. We can design our children. But what's the end goal? Is it to become immortal? Is it to become mm -hmm. more like God? Because if you try to reach that in any way other than through Christ and what he did for us and his blood then you are going to hell. That's not okay. That's the end of it. And I think that's where we land this plane is that mm. term immortality. I think besides obviously Satan being behind this opposing God, there's this desire within human nature to be immortal and mm -hmm. Satan has sold them the lie that, oh, you can reach immortality this way. And we're seeing that actually played out throughout human history from day one, but now with uh, what they're doing with drinking children's blood and some of these other people are promoting that. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it is, it's so hard to grasp, but it's also becoming normalized. Like if you look at artists or modern influencers, Marina Abramovich is a friend of the stars. She has these um, parties called spirit cookings where she'll bake things that look like humans they'll cut into cakes and fake fake blood will splurt out and then she has this saying that's like cut um cut your middle finger and drink the pain something like that and then it's it's really disgusting mm -hmm. but she has she trained lady gaga took her out into the woods and made her chant for however many days and she yeah she's a big proponent of this whole 
movement, like a modern day witch wanting to teach people how to um, practice Satanism. Yeah. And is this found on that Out of the Shadows documentary? Yeah. Okay. Out of Shadows. So if you haven't seen, is this still out there or have they mm-hmm. pulled it down? No, it's okay. out there. I think it's even on YouTube, but... Okay. Yeah. So out of the shadows, and this was a guy who was a stuntman in, in Hollywood. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And he saw all this behind the scenes. I think other yeah. guys like Mel Gibson, I've heard, have tried to bring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the kid canceled. from the Transformers thing? Oh, the Shia kid. LaBeouf. Did well, he? and then the guy from the Goonies. I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Mouth? Yeah, the guy Mouth. Who Mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And then they're silenced and yep. blacklisted. Yep. Yeah. So check out Out of the Shadows. Obviously, there's other things about the dark web and the things that are going on with Pizzagate. Oh, Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman, yeah. yeah. Um, any last things you have, Stu, on this very somber but important topic? Uh, not that I can think of, but it's, you know, it doesn't shock me in the sense that it's shocking, but as humans, we all have that propensity in us to mm-hmm. do wrong things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just kind of sick and twisted to see how bad things can be but especially when it comes Mm -hmm. to when you stop valuing the human life that god makes anything is possible you start dehumanizing people yeah you can turn all kinds of things loose anything last words from you yeah i think it's really hard to accept and we shouldn't dwell on evil but i think we're doing ourselves and other people a disservice by not learning these things and acknowledging them um i think we the bible says we need to be aware of the devil's schemes and this is a pretty big one that will impact so many lives if we don't see the full picture yeah so and i think ultimately we don't have to live in fear because we know who wins and that god Mm -hmm. judges that they may make it some of these people named make it to their death without any kind of justice coming their way but ultimately, God judges everyone. It says that everyone dies once and then is uh, going to be faced judgment, and nobody misses that. And so um, we, we rest in that, but we also fight for justice this side of heaven too. And we need mm-hmm. to arm ourselves with the truth. We, we, shouldn't, we, we need to be innocent in some ways, but also fight evil mm-hmm. and know the enemy's tactics and say, okay, how can we protect the most innocent of our culture? And we need to fight in that area. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that you fight through politics, that you fight through uh, just arming yourselves and those you love uh, with the truth. And again, but knowing that God's in control of all this. So big topic, didn't have as much time as we needed there, but at least hopefully get you to do some investigating and praying through it. Prayer, prayer is our best thing. That's what Paul says, Ephesians 6. We fight against these evil things through prayer. And as citizens of the United States, vote. Yeah. Voting matters. Mm -hmm. Unless you're a Democrat. Oh, then don't vote. No, whoops. <laughs> I had to go there. Let them My think bad. through it themselves. My right. bad. Well, very somber, but important. So thank you for joining us on this episode of Truth Wins. For Stu, for Morgan, myself, Todd, we're glad that you joined us, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.